Welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. We are here with the latest vote off of Australian Survivor, Titans versus Rebels with Garrick. How are you feeling this morning after an epic, another epic tribal council of the season? Well, to be honest, I'm pretty exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah, last night was over the top. Haven't had any sleep. You can see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, cried, sure. screamed, but we're good to go. <laughs> Absolutely, I can I can really only imagine. Uh, well, Garrick, I will say, watching your preseason stuff, I was really excited to see uh, you play. Alex can attest. I was like really hyping you up and some of our uh, stuff heading into the season. But I was sad to not see as much as I was hoping to see of your game. If you could kind of describe your strategic game out there. How would you do so? Look, my my strategy, I guess, was to was to play hard, but to sort of worm my way through a little bit more on the dark side. Yeah, I didn't really want to be out there straight up. Um, unfortunately, eventually, you know, people started to realise that I had aligned with Ferris, so that part of my strategy sort of went out the window. So. Yeah, I I probably didn't go, didn't play the strategic game I had planned to. But when you mm-hmm. walk in there, it's completely different to what the mindset that you yeah. have, especially when you walk into a, a game where everybody, day one, attack. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and we've we've noticed that the Rebels tribe in particular has been pretty chaotic since day one. And so yeah. coming into that experience, I mean... <laughs> just mass chaos um and I, I would love to hear too you know were there any former seasons of survivor or former players that you were like hey this this is someone i want to be like in my game or were you like hey i'm gonna be myself out there um, look there's players that i've loved for their own game you know i can go back to evil russell <laughs> i i love that guy <laughs> i wouldn't play that way but i love it. so yeah, look, I, I I hadn't planned to mimic anybody's game. My mm-hmm. plan was to play my own game, but I have taken in a lot of strategic moves from others, um, how they would go this and how they would go that. I didn't actually get a chance to pull them off and gone too quickly, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a fan of Survivor in general, so mm-hmm. I've got a lot of favourites. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, well, we're glad you didn't play like Russell. Uh, <laughs> we can say that <laughs> for sure. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier that people saw pretty early on that you were aligned up with Ferris. Who else were you close with out there uh, besides him? Look, in the very beginning, it wasn't even Ferris. In the okay. very beginning, it was me and Kirby. Okay. From the day one, we started to talk. We had made a pact. We're going together. We'll never put each other's name down. We'll tell each other everything. Hmm. And then and then I started to, to to gel with Ferris. Then once Kirby uh, fence sat with the cuddling alliance and 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 decided to throw the throw the be part of the challenge throw and not tell me, from there our our alliance flipped a little and I became more strong with Ferris. Hmm. Yeah, yep, that's good. Well, I'm curious too. You know, we saw you confront Kirby 
after that first tribal council? Just very, very slightly. Can you give us a little bit more context about what that conversation was like? <laughs> how, how did that impact your game? You know, especially with Kirby right after that. Yeah, well, I was rattled, man. I just think, well, why would you do that? If if I'm aligned with someone, mm-hmm. I'm going to lie and cheat to the others. Yeah. You know, I'll tell them what they want to hear and tell them and show them what they want to see. But the alliance, we keep strong. Whereas mm-hmm. Kirby, I, I don't get it. So so I said to her, man, this, this doesn't even make sense. You and I said that we're going to tell each other everything. Then you've gone and thrown a thrown a challenge where I could possibly have hurt myself because I was going as hard as I could. <laughs> and you should have just told me. And then once the second one happened, the crack started to form. There, were, I don't think there was any way back. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that makes a lot of sense. What we saw kind of, especially going into that vote where y'all sent Kelly over to the Titans beach, the tension really started to build from at least the, the story that the TV was sharing between Ferris and Kirby was that tension already there or was that really kind of the tipping point? I think it was the tipping point. They're both got that alpha thing. Yeah. I'm going to be the king. I'm going to be the leader. Um, look, we all have that alpha thing. My one's not so in your face. I know I'm strong. I know I'm smart. I know I can beat anyone when it comes down to it, but I'm not going to be saying I'm the general. You do what I say. Kirby and Ferris both have that. They want to be in charge. They they want to be the ones calling the shots. So, yeah, that once that once that all happened, it, it was all over with with me being anywhere between them. Yeah. They they were gonna they were gonna butt heads for the rest of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm curious too. You know, let's let's move forward into the tribe swap. Uh, I'm sure yeah. your head's spinning. Everyone's head is spinning. Yeah. And you end up on a tribe with both Ferris and Kirby. Uh, what's going through your mind there? And Kelly. And Kelly, Kelly. right, right, right. <laughs> so, so what's going through your mind? Are, are you happy because you have an alliance there? Are you frustrated? Would you rather be over there on the other beach? What was your perspective? Look, my first thought was, hey, we've got the maximum numbers of rebels here. So mm-hmm. I, was, I, I felt comfortable. I thought, this is great. Definitely when I seen Rihanna, who was Kirby's lieutenant, be on the other side, I thought, great, here we go. But I never thought, here we go, as in we can bring Kelly back. Maybe that's a bad move on my side. I really thought, this is great. Here we can do some work, get the numbers and eliminate Kelly. Ah, Mm. and eliminate Kirby. So... Yeah, it was a good feeling. It was a good feeling. I thought, yeah, we've got great numbers here. I've got my my pal Kirby with uh I've got my pal Ferris with me. We're good to go. And uh, well, I didn't go to plan, but the the one thing I didn't want was Kelly over there cuz <laughs> I I wish they would have shown my face when Kelly got it. I'm sure I've done, I probably said a couple of superlatives and banged my head. But... <laughs> <laughs> well with that too just real quick you know we saw at least last night in the episode uh the factions were kirby um kelly and and scott and then you raymond ferris and eileen were those factions pretty solidified going into the swap or did those begin to separate once you were on that new the new tribe um no kirby 
Kirby was was on her own when we first got across to that tribe. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, she had Kelly with her all the time. Nobody really cared about Kelly because she her, her vote was everywhere anyway. It didn't matter yeah. what you told her to vote. She would vote something else. So that part of it, no. Scotty and I had made a really good alliance, me, Scotty, and uh, Aileen prior to that. And I mm-hmm. brought Ferris in and told him, hey, man, I've got this little secret alliance going with Scotty and Aileen. And we were tight. I used to sleep in the bed next to Scotty every night. And he was tight, man. He was tight. I still don't know where that flip happened, but it didn't happen until we got to the new tribe. Kirby, obviously, I wished I would have seen that on TV. Kirby has said something to Scotty to bring him across. Eileen picked it up. She came to me and said, Scotty's gone, man. We we don't mm-hmm. have him. And from there, our our numbers dwindled to four. Theirs became three. We still had more than them, but yeah, how Kirby got Scotty, I don't know, because Scotty and I were were quite tight for for a while back at the other camp. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, what about the Titans on y'all's beach? Kind of what was your strategy kind of to include them, to not include them. Obviously, they went another way, this vote. But what, from your perspective, what was y'all's goal with them? Look, I I never really aligned with any of them, even for yeah. the Mexican fiesta. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a vegan and Charles is a vegan. So we, we had a little bit of a thing there. Yeah. But I never really made headways in that try those three i never really made headways in that try and even when ferris said i've got the numbers uh, i i wasn't convinced mm-hmm. I, I said to him you didn't get to see this on camera but i got to i said to him quite a number of times ferris especially um winner is telling you what you want to hear yeah. i heard it i was sitting close to their conversation i went that's bullshit 100 that's bullshit he's just telling you what you want to hear man so, but, but Ferris was adamant that he, that he had them on board. I knew we didn't. Um, even, even walking into that tribal that night before we went in, oh, I was listening around camp. Uh, Raymond and Ferris were messing around in the water with their frivolities. <laughs> and I was sitting in camp. I heard my name twice. I knew it. I already had, Ooh. I already knew that I was going or, or, or at least that, I wasn't a hundred percent with the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like let's take this to tribal council then, right? You know, you kind of, in your last words of the episode, you were con- new. You said it was clear that you were going to be the vote out. So it seems like you had some idea that it was going to be you going in. Uh, did you know that for certain that Ferris had an idol at that point? Yeah. hundred percent. Ferris and I were tight from day one. When yeah. he found that, when he found that idol, this is this you don't you guys don't know this you don't see this but when Ferris found that second idol with Raymond he sent Raymond back to camp as a bit of a deterrent uh, so nobody knew what was going on Ferris I'm going to tell you but anyway he didn't have any underpants on and he had no pockets in those shorts <laughs> so, so he had nowhere to hide it so what he did is he put it down in the rocks in front of our camp. Uh-huh. And then motioned to me like this. I knew straight away. So when he came back to camp, I went down and grabbed it. I wished it was shown, but it wasn't shown just to hide it for him. And so I knew yeah. from, I knew he had the idol. 
And that's why, I'll, and, and, and Ferris is tight with me. He wouldn't have kept that secret anyway. Um, he wasn't, he's not that kind of player. He even, he didn't keep it, he didn't keep it from Eileen either. Okay. So there were, so both, both myself, Ferris, Raymond and Eileen, we all knew he had that idol. That's why Eileen was adamant Ferris play it, Ferris play it for Garrick. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Was there any conversation at travel, you know, you you and Eileen were both saying it. it's the votes on you, but Ferris didn't play the idol. Did did he toy with the idea? Did he hear you out, or or were were there any conversations that he might play that idol for you? Ferris was adamant that he had the numbers even hmm. prior to that. Walking in, walking when we sat around the fireplace before we left to go to tribal, I said to him categorically, "Man, we do not have those three OG Titans. We don't have them." And he was adamant. I just had a talk with Charles. I just had a talk with Winner. They're 100% on board for Kirby. So that was stuck in his head. And that was us walking into Tribal. I knew it. So then once we sat at Tribal and I seen those tails and I seen those tells and I seen those smiles. <laughs> oh, my God. It, yeah, it came true. And I said, I leaned forward to Aileen first and went, I'm gone here. Hmm. I'm gone. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. We, but, hindsight's a great thing, right? <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, what, I should, what I should have done is when JLP finishes the, okay, has anybody got any? I should have stood up uh, that, that brief moment when I knew Kelly didn't have one. I should have stood up and said, right, stop. Let's not go any further pleaded my case one more yeah. time to Ferris and that would have got him over the line that that would have convinced him mm-hmm. because yeah. he trusted me when I said those things to me to him he trusted me and then he would go man how do you know this stuff well I yeah that's that's perfect because I'm curious did you believe that Kelly had the idol you said you, you you eventually found out she didn't at what point did you realize this is BS she, she doesn't have the idol she didn't have it okay so I'll tell you the story, right? <laughs> Let's go, yeah. <laughs> so at the front of at the front of our beach, there was this little offset. We had a sand and a whole bunch of shells. Kelly used to go there every day, build some shells, and do pretend meditation. <laughs> In amongst that, she would come back every day with a couple of shells, right? And she'd often put them in her pants and stuff. So this day, obviously, mm. she's found a big round shell and put mm. that in the front of her pants. When she came walking along the beach, Ferris spotted that and went, she's got an idol. And mm. I said, there's no way. There's no way. And Kelly's not smart enough to find an idol. So there's just no way. <laughs> then after that she came back and Ferris was convinced, I went for a walk up there. There was no paper. There was no string. There was no signs of an idol being found. I never bought yeah. it for a moment. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. bought it for one moment. Yeah, smart man. Well, Kelly seemed like a very interesting uh, character out there. Uh, any other standout people that you, whether were they were frustrating or that you really enjoyed getting to know? Um, look, even though they were on the other alliance, I really had a soft spot for Rihanna. Yeah. She came across as a genuine person. And I know that at one stage there, I tipped and decided she has to go. That was because mm-hmm. she's, that's because she was Kirby's 
left lieutenant, right? So I knew she had to go, but but we did have some good conversations. I know that she's a genuine person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Raimondo is one of the best people I've ever met. Yeah, crazy as a hat, man, but <laughs> brilliant, brilliant guy. And what you see on TV is what you get. He's mm-hmm. the most genuine, honest person. Even with that, going to Kelly and saying to her are you going to play your idol for Kirby? It's just a completely genuine, honest mistake. He should have yeah. shut his mouth. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, and being on the Rebel Stripe, you, you had your fair share of rewards. I know that the Mexican yeah. feast, I was, uh, my mouth was watering watching it. I thought it looked phenomenal. <laughs> Did you have any favorite moments from those rewards or favorite rewards that you experienced while you were out there? Well, you know what? Um, when you apply, they ask you, if you win a reward, what would be your ultimate reward? Yeah. And I said, my ultimate reward would be a Mexican fiesta with margaritas. Yeah. Lo and behold, I got my reward. <laughs> so that was so that's a standout thing. Even if you watch very carefully, when we win, uh, when Jonathan goes, your reward tonight will be the Mexican fiesta. I go, it's mine. <laughs> so, so I just went, oh my god that's brilliant but in saying that you're so broken you're so hungry you're so cold you're so exhausted that it doesn't matter what reward you win every one yeah. of them is standout every one of them is a win that you know you're either getting a feed or you're not going to tribal so even though the mexican one was a brilliant standout for me and by the way, Raymond had way too many margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. But look, they're all standout. They're all just great. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, Caleb and I, we live in Texas. So we love a good margarita. We love a good Mexican feast. So uh, I, I can get on board with that. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, Garrick, our last just kind of general question uh, that we always like to ask uh, people, what is what are you taking away from your experience on the show uh, or, or any special memories that maybe we didn't get to see? Look, <clears throat> the experience is second to none. Yeah. Seriously, it way outweighed my expectations by far, by far. And to become part of this club is a dream, man. It's like winning that million-dollar ticket. It's so good. It's so good. What it did do is solidify my motto, and that is just have fun, man. Think young, have fun, and definitely do not let that old man in. Live forever. (laughs) That's a good word. That's a good word, Garrett. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Uh, I I really do hate to see you leave. I was rooting for you from the get go, uh, but we really hope to uh, maybe we'll see you back out there one day. And uh, oh, wouldn't that be a bomb? <laughs> I would be there tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, well, we hope you enjoy the rest of the season as we uh, close out today, and hope you have a great day. You guys have got a great podcast. I thank you so much for inviting me on. Yeah. Brilliant to speak to you. And I hope we chat again one day.